the Love Life Church podcast and thank you for checking us out. We love God, love people, and love life, and we hope this message encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Don't you tell me he can't do it. Our God is good and able. I love that song. How many believe that God is able? How many believe that God is able and that he is at work in you? He's at work in you. Come on. This is our year, fam. This is our year to go beyond in every area of our life. 2022, come on. The year of going beyond. Let's go beyond, amen. The power of going beyond. Come on. Where is it at? It's in your belief. Not in my hype. I can't hype you up. Let's go beyond. I wish I could because I got all the hype. But it won't do nothing unless you believe. Unless you believe that God is able. Because my God is able. Your God is able. Our God is able to take us infinitely beyond. Let's go to infinity and beyond. Woo! In every area. Come on. We believe. In God the Father. We believe in God the Son. We believe in God the Holy Spirit. Amen? Yes. We believe God is good. We believe that God is love. We believe that God is able. We believe that we are forgiven. No matter what. In your hot mess, whatever's going on, we believe that we are forgiven. We believe that we are healed. No matter what the doctor's report says. No matter what you feel. No matter what you see, come on, we don't walk by what we see. We walk by faith. We walk by the word. We walk by the promises, and the promises are yes and amen. That's what we walk by. We believe that we are healed by the stripes of Jesus. Just as we are saved and going to heaven, we are healed. We are healed in our body here on this earth. Come on. Just as we are saved and going to heaven, we are walking in prosperity. We owe no man nothing but to love him. And we, how many of us owe other people than that? American Express, come on, what else? No, we want to owe no man nothing but to love him. That's right, I love you, bro. From a distance. <laughs> Too excited. We know that we, we believe that we are made righteous. We believe that we are made in, by the blood of Jesus, that we are in right standing with God. We got nothing to fear. We can run boldly to the Father. We believe that we are made rich. We believe that we are overcomers. We are overcoming. Doesn't matter what life has brought you. Doesn't matter the situation. Doesn't matter the circumstance. Doesn't matter the problem. Doesn't matter whatever it is in your work, in your relationship, in your finances, in your health. We believe that we are overcomers. We are overcomers. We are overcomers. Look at your neighbor and say, you're an overcomer. Level up. Come on, them gains this year. You're an overcomer. Yes. We believe that we are dearly loved by God. Right? What you believe, you become. You see these kids confident. They're confident who they are in Christ. Why? Because they came up in here. They came up in Love Life Church. They know their I am's. They know their love life values. They know that they outreach. They value others. They love. They walk in integrity. They walk in confidence. But then... Once they get to these teenage years and they get a little pushback, they get a little testing. Do you truly believe or do your parents believe that? 
You truly believe that you walk in integrity, that you walk in love, that you outreach, that you value others. That little pushback, like, whoa, what do I believe? I believe that I am made righteous. I believe that I'm an overcomer. I believe that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Come on. What you believe, you become. What you believe, you manifest. You believe it. You believe you always get cheated on, you always get cheated on. You, what you believe, you manifest. You believe that you always walk in favor. Everywhere that you go, you walk in favor. You always walk in favor. Everywhere that you go, you go with God's favor. You go with God's grace. You go with God's wisdom. Why? Because you believe. I believe. I believe everywhere I go, God's favor, God's grace, God's mercy. Let's go. God's wisdom, God's understanding. Tap in. We believe in the Father. We believe in the Holy Spirit. What you believe, you grow to be. What you believe about yourself, you grow to be. You believe you're nothing. You believe you're going nowhere. You believe you become nothing. That's what you'll grow to be. But let me tell you, you are a new creation. You are a child of God. You have limitless potential. Do not tap out. Keep growing. Keep learning and discovering who you truly are in Christ Jesus. It's like, I could do all things. I could do all things. Let me tell you, in Christ Jesus. Because without him, you could do nothing. You can do nothing. I can do nothing without him. It's only by the grace of God that I am where I am. Come on, by the grace of God, by the mercies of God, right? The power of going beyond is activated by your belief. We believe we are made righteous, that we are in right standing with God. We are in right standing with God. We ain't falling out of favor. We are in favor with God. Paul said in 2 Corinthians 5.21, God made Christ who knew no sin to legally be sin on our behalf so that in him we would become the righteousness of God. That is, we would be made acceptable to him and placed in a right relationship with him by his gracious loving kindness. Do you know that you should never fear God? Just put a little fear in you, like that fear of the Lord. That's reverence, that's honor. That's what that's talking about. We reverence God. We honor him for who he is. We don't fear him. We ain't like a, you know, those little puppy that's been beat one too many times. Who? That's how you have your, that's how you're acting with your relationship with God. But you think the Bible is beating you and beating you and beating you because you don't have an understanding of who you are. So how you read the word is through the Old Testament. How you read the word is through legalism. How you read the word is how you just beat yourself, beat yourself, beat yourself. So you could be perfect. You could be perfect. You are made righteous, not by your works. It's nothing that you have done. None of us are good enough. None of us could have made it. None of us could, I don't care how good you think you were, you ain't that good. In case you thought, you ain't that good. You may have been better than your siblings. You may have been better than your spouse. You may have been better than, you know, the, your classmates. You may have been better than whoever, whatever. But none of us, none of us could have paid that price. Only Jesus did. And that's why we were, by the blood of Jesus, come on, by the blood of Jesus, we are made right with him. Our firm foundation should be founded on God's endless love and our right standing with him. God's endless love, it doesn't matter what happens, and our right standing with him. We got nothing to fear. We can run boldly to the Father. We can run boldly to his word and to his promises. His promises are yes and amen. God is for you. He's not against you. 
That's the world. Don't get it twisted. God is for you. He has great plans for you. We just got to tap in to his way of thinking. We got to tap into his kingdom, right? We got to tap into his way of doing things, right? His way of doing things. No longer the old way of doing things. No longer the religious way of doing things. God's way of doing things. We got to put on our new self, our new self, our new creation. Understanding that we are made righteous is foundational for our success in life. We're wondering why we failing. Understand that you are in right standing with God. It doesn't matter what comes my way in this world. It doesn't matter what comes your way in this world. I'm in right standing with God. I've got nothing to fear. I am an overcomer. I will get through to the other side. We will get through to the other side, right? It is so important that we come to know through personal experience the simplicity that is in Christ Jesus. Through personal experience. Let me tell you, you need to personally experience Jesus for yourself. We don't come to church to get a brownie point. You got all the brownie points you could ever need. You don't need any, but you got them all in the blood of Jesus, okay? You're covered in the brownie blood. Like, what? You got all the brownie points you could ever need. Whatever brownie points even are, I don't know. But anyways, right? You don't need that. We come to learn the word. We come to grow. We come to mature. We come to discover who we are, right, and who Christ is. So that's why we come to church. It's the simplicity of Christ Jesus. We need to, we need to grow and personally experience Jesus for ourselves. Why? Because I want Jesus in my finances. I want Jesus in my health. I want Jesus in my relationship. Come on, you all want Jesus in your parenting? You all want Jesus? Let, let's... let's Jesus, take the wheel, you know. Well, we got to know who he is. We just want him to like, Jesus, take the wheel. And what, are you going to be like this? You think Jesus is driving your car? Open your eyes. Wake up. Pay attention. You, you in the driver's seat of your life. His word will guide you, though, right? Ask God to give you wisdom and understanding as you study the word. God, I need your wisdom. God, I want a greater understanding of who I am. God, reveal yourself to me through your word. You got to be hungry, right? You got to be hungry. You can't just be hungry for tacos. You can't just be hungry for fried chicken. You can't just be hungry for chips and you're like, woo, it's game day. We got the whatever, whatever it is you're hungry for, right? We got to be hungry for the word. You got to be hungry for the word. You got to be thirsty. You know, how does a plant grow? It finds the water. Those roots grow in deep. They're looking for water. They're looking for water. We're looking for the word. Being deeply rooted. Come on. Ask God to give you wisdom and understanding as you study the word. It is so important that you take notes in the service. Like you come, you bring a notebook. If you got your, if you got your phone, your, your iPad, whatever, and you get distracted and you over here posting and boasting and doing whatever you're doing, you know, slide, slide, slide right, left, I don't even know. Stop. You should be taking notes. Wondering why you ain't going nowhere in life. Take some notes. Write some things down, right? Get out a notebook. If you need paper and pencil, get some. Go to Walmart. Go to the dollar store. Get yourself a notebook and say, I mean, you don't have to go to the dollar store. The dollar 25 store. Anyways. Anyways. What? I didn't have an attitude at all that day. Man, in kids ministry, let me tell you, you always be hitting up, hitting up the dollar store. Whatever you got to do. But... I'm like, what? What happened? I ain't going to go there. Take some notes. Get yourself a notebook, right? 
So what you do is you write down every scripture. So you write down the scripture and you write down bullet points. You know, I'm sorry I talk fast. I do breathe once in a while. <laughs> but I, I know I talk fast. But write down bullet points, something that just smacks you, something that stands out to you, something that impacts you. Write down that sentence. Write down that phrase, right? Write it down. Go over the notes at home. You don't just write these notes to sit in your car and then you get the notebook back out for the next service. What, is it preaching to the car? Is the, is the car growing, you know, growing in understanding? No. Go over your notes. Get an accountability partner or a friend or your spouse. Ask them, what did you receive from the service? How was it? What did you learn? What was the scripture that stood out to you? How did you interpret that scripture? How can we apply that to our relationship? How can we apply that to our finances? How can we apply that to our parenting? How can we apply that to that, you know, whatever's coming up? How can we apply this to our real life situations? And if there's not something you could apply it to, bank it. Bank that information because let me tell you, there's going to be a moment you're going to need it. You're going to need it. So when that storm comes, you're going to go into your bank of information. You're going to be like, bam, there's the word. Bam, there's the word. Bam, I remember when, when I learned this. And when we learned that and we studied that, you got it in there like a bank. Like, let's go. That's what you say to the enemy. Is that all you got, sucker? I already learned who you are. I already learned your strategies. You ain't got nothing but mind games. So, hang gone. Whatever you need to do. I don't know why I do this. <laughs> I get so excited I can barely stay in my own skin sometimes. I don't know how. I'm like, ah, so passionate about the word. Like how, how could so much passion be in one person? I don't even know myself. I don't know. When, when I have to edit or I see myself, I'm like, what are you doing? I don't know. I don't know. And we're just making peace with it, okay? So write something down. <laughs> but don't write that down. <laughs> right? So go over your notes at home. Get an accountability partner. Do what you need to do. Rewatch or re-listen to the service on the YouTube or on um, the podcast. This is not me promoting myself. This is me, not, this is me trying to encourage you how to grow and how to apply the word. How to grow. We want to grow in every area, right? Share what you're learning. Something that you're learning, share it with somebody at work. Share it with somebody at school. Share it with your kids. Whatever you need to do, share it with your spouse. Share, share, share what you're learning. Because once you can start teaching somebody, you will never lose it. Once you start teaching somebody what you learn, it is, becomes who you are. It becomes who you are. You are a disciple. Come on. Yes. Share what you're learning. And look at this, this is the best part. Apply, 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 apply the word of God to your everyday life. To your everyday life, right? It's time to level up, grow up, and have maximum development in every area of our life. Come on, we flourishing here. Going from level to level, level to level. Second Peter 3.18. But grow. Get your butt up and grow, right? But grow. Look at your neighbor say, grow. Grow up, buddy. Let's go. Spiritually mature in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But grow. Spiritually mature in the grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But grow. Spiritually mature in grace and knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Right? To him be glory, honor, 
majesty, splendor, both now and to the day of eternity. Amen. We're going to go beyond. It's going to be our choice to grow up, to level up, to mature in grace and the knowledge of Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Let's go beyond and truly, truly grow in grace. How many are ready to grow in grace? More grace for ourselves. Come on, we just be grace dealers, giving grace upon grace upon grace upon grace upon grace upon grace. Because let me tell you, I need grace upon grace upon grace. So when something happens, it's like grace, grace, grace. Why? Because I need it. I need it. Grace upon grace, right? Let's go. Hebrews 10, 19. Brothers and sisters, because of the blood of Jesus, we can now confidently go into the holy place. Brothers and sisters, because of what? Because of our good actions? No, because of the blood of Jesus. We can now confidently go into the holy place. Jesus has opened a new and living way for us to go through the curtain. The curtain is his own body. We have a superior priest in charge of God's house. We have been sprinkled, come on, with his blood to free us from a guilty conscience. Anybody dealing with a guilty conscience because of your past, because of your bad decision, because of your choices? It's time to break up with that guilty conscience because of the blood of Jesus. Let it go and let God and move on and be free to free us from a guilty conscience. Our bodies have been washed with clean water. So we must continue to come to him. Come to him. We run to him with a sincere heart. And confident, strong faith. That What is our confident, strong faith? That he'll accept us. That we're accepted by him. That he won't deny us. How many of y'all been rejected? Man, some of these little kids, they reject me. I'm like, man, I can't handle that. all that rejection. You know? It's like, tita and auntie. And then you get over there. Hmm. I'm like, I got feelings too. I don't care if you too. Like, okay, let me go to the next class. And I walk in there. They're like, Auntie, Miss Sasha, whatever they call me, I, Pastor. There I am. Oh. I love it. I love kids, you know, because I don't have any. So you could just love them. And then you go home and go to bed. <laughs> it's the best, right? But we have our confidence, our confidence that God won't reject us. Our confidence that we can run boldly to him, right? That's that strong confidence. We must continue to hold firm to our declaration of faith that we believe that God is good. We believe in Jesus. We believe in God the Father. We believe in the Son. We believe in the Holy Spirit. Come on, we believe we are forgiven. We believe that we are healed. We believe that we are made righteous. We will hold firm to our declaration of faith. The one who made the promise, he is faithful. We must also consider how to encourage each other to show love and do good things. We should not stop gathering together with other believers as some of y'all are doing. I don't care if 2020 happened, it came. Let's go. 2020 proved something that we need each other. Come on, that we need each other. Instead, we must continue to encourage each other even more as we see the day of the Lord coming. Because of the blood of Jesus, we can now be confident in our right standing with God. Come on, guilt-free because of the blood of Jesus. No guilt, no shame, no condemnation. Come on, we are confident 
in the blood of Jesus. We are confident of the work of the cross. This freedom, it draws us near to God with strong confidence of his approval that God will never reject us. He will never leave us. He will never forsake us. And it draws us near to him. It draws us near to him. We run boldly with that confidence. With this freedom and confidence, we should never stop coming to church and gathering together. It is so important. How many of y'all know you sit home a few weeks, you sit home like, oh, just catch online, oh, just catch the live stream, and there you are in bed, you got your laptop on, and you snoozing. You're like, oh, we're just going to make a little breakfast, we're just going to have a little Sunday, and then all of a sudden it, it shorts out, and uh, oh, click. What happened? It got quiet. <laughs> y'all are here, it's okay. I'm proud of you, you made it. <laughs> Love you too, live stream. But how y'all know it's easy? It's easy to get comfy. That comforter is comfy. You know, that little blankie on the couch. Ooh. No, we need each other. We need to get up. We need to get the word. We need to prioritize coming to church, gathering together, looking at real people, looking at real people in the eyes, say, whoa, you a real person. I'm a real person. We real people with real problems. We need each other. We're better together. We're stronger together. We're in this together. We are the church. We are the body of Christ, right? Not fake friends and fake followers and insta this and insta that and tickety tick tock and a talk talk. Stop. <laughs> Sorry. But yes, the games are fun and the, I'm, I don't hate all social media. I feel like sometimes I give out that. I just, I hate the damage it's done to a generation. I will stand by that. I do hate the dysfunction it's created in, 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 in both sides. Pretending to be something that you're not, bullying because you can't, I'm done. That's it. I don't like any of that. And I feel like the results we're seeing has not been good. And that part I don't like. So I love you. I love you enough to tell you the truth. How about that? I love you enough to tell you the truth. But I know Love Life has... All the socials, so go follow, like, subscribe, comment, and share. <laughs> you won't find me, though. But anyways, we gather together. Why? Because we do life together. We need each other. We need each other. We were created to do life together, right? Don't get out of the habit of coming to church. We need each other. Hebrews 10.35 says, Do not therefore fling away Fling away your fearless confidence, for it has a glorious and great reward. For you have need of patient endurance to bear up under difficult circumstances without compromising. Come on. How many are ready to bear up under difficult circumstances without compromising? So that when you have carried out the will of God, you may receive and enjoy to the full what it's promised. Don't throw away your fearless confidence. What was our fearless confidence? That God loves us, that he accepts us, that we're approved by him, that we are in right standing with him to receive salvation, to receive our healing, to receive that we are made righteous, to receive that we are made rich. Come on, to receive that we are already made whole, to receive all his precious promises that are yes and amen with no guilt, no shame, no condemnation. We just receive it all, right? Our confidence comes from the blood of Jesus, not our actions, not our works. Our confidence comes from who we are in Christ Jesus. Don't throw it away 
under any difficult circumstance. Because difficult circumstances come because we live in a fallen world. We live in a fallen state. So difficulties come, right? It happens. Don't throw it away. Be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind. Continually renewed. Put on Christ. Put on love. Put on the new self. Put on the whole armor of God. This is what we do. This is what we dress ourselves in. This is how we put on. Just like you put on clothes, let me tell you, when you don't have clothes on, you are weak and vulnerable. Very vulnerable. Stop. Everybody stop. But we're going to dress ourselves because you know what? You weak and vulnerable when you don't put on Christ, when you don't put on love, when you don't put on the new self, when you don't put on the whole armor of God. And you're wondering why the enemy is having his way with you because you're over there standing vulnerable. Put on love. Put on Christ. Put on the new creation, right? Paul said in Galatians 3.27, For all of you who were baptized into Christ, into a spiritual union with Christ, the anointed, have put on Christ. That is, you have taken on his characteristics, his value, come on, his values, his integrity. Because let me tell you, integrity what? Matters. Integrity matters. Integrity is a choice. And it's time to take responsibility for our choices. Look at your neighbor and say, level up. Let's go. It's time to take responsibility for your choices. You can't say the devil made you do it. No, you, you chose. You decide. Let's take responsibility. Let's take responsibility. Let me tell you. Let me tell you what happened. So we had a youth night. We had a youth night. And these youth is wild. They over here buck wild, acting crazy. Actually, what happened is we were playing a game. We have to get whipped creamed in the face. So I'm like, let's go. And all the kids do it. And I'm, I'm whipped creaming everybody in the face. This is so fun. It's so exciting. But when it's my turn, for some reason, I cannot sit there and get the whipped cream in my face. I know it's supposed to happen. I made up the game from Pinterest that I saw a TikTok, you know, whatever. So I, I don't know. I can't sit there and let them just smack me with whipped cream. I got to run. Run. That's, you know, my middle name. Well, anyways, integrity matters. Yeah, take responsibility for your choices. Well, they get me with the whipped cream, and it happened. And I didn't like it at all. So they do it, and I walk away very calmly. Let me tell you, they were scared. They were scared. They were hiding. And I was like, what did you guys think I was going to do? Like you thought Hulky was going to come out. <laughs> oh, I wanted to so bad. <laughs> I was like the level of disrespect right now. But anyways, I have no problem because I'd be like, listen up. Do it again. It's on. Wait till you're 18. <laughs> I'm like, did you sign that waiver <laughs> when you walked in this door? No, I'm kidding. Jokes, 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 jokes. I mean, most of these kids I've known since they were in diapers. But anyways, one of the students, Thalia, she said... <laughs> It was the next day at worship practice, and she's like, "Um, I want to take responsibility because I was a culprit. (laughs) I was a culprit. She said, I was aiding because uh, she she grabbed the whipped cream and gave it to the other person and put it in their hand, and they put it on my face. Well, another student, Daniel, was holding me down, (laughs) holding me down. Three of these children, one holding me down, 
One running to the whip. One, you know. But I told Talia, you know, I fell out of favor. (laughs) But she jumped right back in when she said, I take responsibility for being a culprit. I said, that's integrity, baby. Integrity matters, okay? Yeah, I take responsibility for being a culprit, right? That was her exact words. I'm like, okay, I can respect that. Don't, Don't let it happen again. Because integrity is a choice. Integrity, and I, <laughs> I love these kids, and I have fun with these kids, and I live for those nights. You want to know why? Because at 13, those nights changed my life. Those nights gave me something to do on a Friday night. I had a mom that said, she, she lives in Chandler, and she said, my daughter I'm like, thank you so much for driving her all the way over here. Such a long drive. Some of y'all complaining for 20 minutes. She has such a long drive to drive her all the way. She says, how could I say no? My 17-year-old daughter asked me to take her to church on a Friday night. To take me to church on a Friday night. She's like, I'm honored to do it. I'm honored to bring her. My 17-year-old, she's like, you want to know the hot mess I was in at 17? I'll bring her. She's like, have more nights. I'm like, well, I can handle more. (laughs) Just kidding. No, we got another one on the books. We got another one on the books. Integrity matters, right? It's time to take responsibility for our choices. Morally, financially, relationally, come on, professionally, physically, emotionally, personally, and spiritually. Let's take responsibility. As followers of Jesus, our personal integrity matters. We should be known as people with Christ-like character. We got Christ-like character everywhere that we go. Integrity matters. We're honest. We're truthful. We're responsible, accountable, dependable, trustworthy, mature, loyal, faithful, honorable, devoted people. This is how we demonstrate the light to this world. Through our integrity, through our character. Don't be divided. Become whole. Spirit, soul, and body. Spirit, soul, and body. You are a spirit, you have a soul, and you live in a body. And let me tell you, nobody's perfect, but maturity takes responsibility. We're all going to fall. We're all going to make mistakes, every single one of us. Yes, every single one of us. But maturity takes responsibility and recognizes that integrity is a choice. And I'm going to take responsibility for my choices, right? That was just a freebie. Let me just throw that one in. Paul said in Romans 13, 14, but put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for nor nor even think about gratifying the flesh in regard to its improper desires. Be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind. Come on, put on love, put on love. Clothe yourself with love. Dress yourself in love. Put your love glasses on. Let me tell you, when you put them love glasses on, it changes everything. It changes everything. Like moms, they just got built-in love glasses. They just see their kids and they're like, oh. And you're like, that hot mess? Whoa, it needs to grow up. It needs to mature. Not my child. <laughs> we need to put some of those mom glasses on, those love glasses on, right? Paul said in Colossians 3.14, beyond, come on, let's go beyond all these things. Put on love and wrap yourself in unselfish love, which is the perfect bond of unity. For everything is bound together in agreement when each one seeks the best for others. 
Put on love. Dress yourself in love. Put those love glasses on. Start seeing through the eyes of love. Seeing through the eyes of grace. Come on. Put on the new self. You're a new creation in Christ Jesus. You're forgiven. You're healed. You are made righteous. You are made rich. You're an overcomer. You are dearly loved by God. Put on the new self. Paul said in Ephesians 4.22 that regarding your previous way of life, you put off your old self. Look at your neighbor and say, you. In case you thought it was me. In case you thought it was your spouse. In case you thought it was your mama. No, you. You put off your old self. Completely discard your former nature, which is being corrupt through deceitful desires and become continually renewed in the spirit of your mind, having a fresh and untarnished mental and spiritual attitude and put on the new self. You put on the new self, the regenerated and renewed nature created in God's image, God-like in the righteousness and holiness of truth, living in a way that expresses to God your gratitude for your salvation. We are living a life of gratitude. Every day that we wake up, we give God thanks. We give God thanks for this new day that he's got a plan and that he's got a purpose. And we are grateful. We are thankful to be alive. We are grateful. We are thankful that he saved us for such a time as this with AC and chanclas and shoes, right? We're so grateful and so thankful. When Jesus was washing them crusty, dusty feet of the disciples, they didn't even have shoes. They didn't have boots and socks. Are y'all thankful to be alive in this era? Come on, some of y'all scared. Some of y'all turn off the news. Y'all be like, we're going to die. It's over. No, we, God chose us for now. He picked us. He saved us for this hour. Come on, get that confidence up. Why? Renew your mind to who you are in Christ and start discovering that God's got a plan and he's got a purpose. He's got a destiny for you to fulfill in this time, in this hour. Rise up, level up. Come on, grow up, grow up, put on the new self, right? Put on the new self, Paul said in Colossians 3, 8. But now rid yourself completely of all these things, anger, hulky rage, malice. <laughs> when they were scared, I'm like, did you guys think Hulk was going to come out? Like, I saw green. <laughs> no, just kidding, jokes. Malice, slander, obscene, abusive. Filthy, vulgar language. That was for somebody. <laughs> Watching one too many podcasts with the blankety blank blank, 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 and then they say two words. Blankety blank blank. Like some of this music, I'm like, what in the world? Anyways, put it away, right? Do not lie to one another, for you have stripped off your old self with its evil practices and have Put on the new spiritual self and be continually renewed in true knowledge in the image of him who created the new self. Be renewed in the knowledge, in that understanding of who you are in Christ, of who he is in you. Ready for this? Put on the whole armor. We put on Christ. We put on love. We put on the new self. We put on the whole armor of God. Clothe yourself in the whole armor of God, right? Dress yourself in the whole armor of God. Paul said in Ephesians 6, 13, Therefore, put on the complete 
armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. What are we supposed to do? We're supposed to put on the complete armor of God, right? Then we're going to be able to succeed. Then we're going to be able to successfully resist. All we got to do is resist. How many know the slightest resist is resisting? Just resist, right? Having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, and victorious. So stand firm and hold your ground. What do you believe in God for? Stand firm and hold your ground. What do you believe in God to do and take you beyond Do you believe that God is able? Stand firm and hold your ground. Stand firm on the word of God and hold your ground. That your God is able. That you will overcome. That you will get through to the other side. That you will have more than enough. That you are already healed. That you are made righteous. That you are made rich. That you are free. That you walk in favor. No guilt. No condemnation. Walking in favor, whatever it is, whatever's coming up, whatever's coming up. I mean, we got a lot of people going through a lot of things. Stand firm. Be confident. Hold your ground. Having tightened the wide band of truth, personal integrity, moral courage around your waist, and having put on the breastplate of righteousness, That breastplate of righteousness, that you're in right standing with God, is protecting your heart. It's protecting your heart. Why? God's after your heart, and so is the enemy. He's trying to get you distracted. There's that righteousness that I'm in right standing with God. So when the enemy comes and says that you're a sinner going to hell, when the enemy comes and he says that whatever the enemy says, that you're stupid, that you're dumb, that you're fat, that you're a loser, that you're, a, you're, you're the worst mom in the world, that you're the worst dad, that you'll never overcome, you're the worst husband, that you're a failure, whatever it is, that you're such a loser, you're a drunk, you're a no good, obese, overeating, taco eating, cookie monster. That's who you are. Whatever it is the devil tells you, right? Whatever it is, they're like, you will never overcome this. You'll never overcome this habit. What do you need to do? You need to put on that breastplate of righteousness. You need to remember that you are in right standing with God, that you will not fling away your confidence, that you will run boldly to the Father because you know that he will never reject you. He will never leave you. He will never forsake you, that he is there with arms wide open, ready to receive you. And all he's saying is repent. He's saying change directions. Change directions. Your your life isn't headed that way. Come to me. Come to me. That breastplate of righteousness, an upright heart, having having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace and preparation to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and readiness uh, produced by the good news. You got your shoes tied. You're ready to go. Standing firm on the word. Above all, lift up the protective shield of faith, which, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Get that shield of faith. What's your faith in? That God is able. That he loves you. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what you believe about yourself. God believes greater. And I'm going to align my thinking with his thinking. I'm going to align my thinking with his word. Right? Right? Put that shield of faith up there. 
Let's go and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. We learn the word of God, not that we quote the word of God, but that we stand firm on the word of God. So when the storm comes, we don't, we don't shout out, John 3, 16. Or you don't shout out a scripture and verse. You stand on the word. You stand firm on the word. You got your faith out there that God is able and that he's protecting you. You got your mind. Your, you got, your mind is with that helmet of salvation, knowing that sozo, that all-inclusive, that you are saved. Not just a ticket to heaven, but you're going to have heaven on earth. You got, you're planted in the word of God. That's how we dress ourselves in the word, right? In the whole armor of God. Do not throw away your fearless confidence. Our confidence comes from the blood of Jesus. Not from some self-help book, not from some affirmations, not from meditation. Our confidence comes from the blood of Jesus. Our confidence comes from who we are in Christ. Don't throw it away under difficult circumstance. Nah, get stronger. Stand firm. Be bold. Be brave. Be courageous in the word of God, on the promises of God, that your God is able. He loves you. Do, and be continually renewed in the spirit of your mind. Continually renewing the mind. Continually renewing the mind to the word of God. God has greater. God's got more for me. Renew your mind that you are made righteous. It's not by your works, lest any of us should boast and post. No. We're made righteous by the blood of Jesus. Put on Christ. Put on love. Put on the new self. Put on the whole armor. And let's go and grow. Come on. Infinitely beyond our greatest prayers, hopes, dreams, desires, according to God's explosive power that's at work in us. His explosive power is at work in you. His explosive power is at work in me. Let's go. Let's go beyond. Amen. Let's go beyond. Do you believe that this is your year to go beyond? Let's go beyond in understanding of who we are in Christ and who he is in us. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. Father, we thank you so much for the word. We thank you so much. We thank you that that word is planted in our hearts, that we're going to reap a harvest of that word. Come on, we're going to reap a harvest. We're going to apply the word in every area of our life. Thank you, Father, for your word, for the Holy Spirit, what you're doing in and through our lives. We give you all the glory, all the honor. In Jesus' name, everybody agreed, said. Amen, amen, amen. I love you guys. Have a great night, and we will see you on Sunday. Thanks again for listening. To hear more encouraging messages just like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. If you loved what you received, please consider rating it and sharing it with your friends and family. For more information about Love Life and getting connected with us, go to lovelife.church. We love you and are believing God's best for you.